Episode 102 of the Small Biz Startup Essentials, a podcast. Webinars Part 2. How effective are they? Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Small Biz Startup Essentials, a podcast. I'm Tom Claremont, a personal brand startup coach and podcast launcher. If you've been thinking about starting a personal brand business or maybe a podcast lately, then this show is for you. Or maybe you've just got a plan down already, but you need some help with getting all that technology out of the way because it gets confusing sometimes, right? There's, there's a lot. Either way, I'll be glad to help you through your journey and get you launched faster so you can be more profitable quicker. Check out the show notes for links to my very popular and free ebook called Starting a Podcast. This 50 plus page ebook is really a mini course just packed with tips for you to just get your show launched faster. And I just launched a free webinar on the topic that you can watch anytime you want as well. It's at DIYpodcastlaunch.com. Well, let's get right into today's episode. Well, in the last episode, I covered the topic of should you create a webinar for your business? And I did an overview of the process and how much is involved in making a webinar so that you can decide on your own if you have enough time or the money to have one done and if you think it's right for you. But what I didn't cover was the topic of effectiveness. So I have some stats on webinars today that I think will help you as well and you can make an informed decision on your own so now we know that stats can be boring at times but i think uh, these are, are necessary and how they function and and how they you know reach people and, and also when to promote it and when they're viewed the most so you'll know when to launch one if it's being run live in real time so are you wondering whether to include q a's at the end of your webinar? Well, the answer is a resounding yes. So stay with me for just a little bit here as I go over some winning statistics you should consider if you want to host a successful webinar. Now, most marketers see webinars as a vital part of the business plan. Webinars are a treat for marketers with a total of 95% of respondents seeing them as important for their marketing efforts. On a scale of one to five, marketers rate webinars at a three in relation to how important webinars are to their digital communications. Customers rank on-demand viewing as the most valuable addition to webinars. And when it comes to making the decisions for configuring the webinar on the back end before it goes live, this is an important one. When I created my webinar, I made sure that the just-in-time scheduling was enabled. This will allow the person that registered for the webinar to see it in the next 15 minutes or so from whatever time zone they're in, but it also gives multiple time options as well. Great feature. Studies show that between two and 5% of webinar attendees eventually make a purchase at the end of the webinar. Is that a fantastic number? Not really, but if you're doing a pre-recorded webinar that just sits there and runs on its own, then all you need to do is drive traffic to it and let the process run on autopilot. 89% of marketers believe webinars outperform other channels 
in creating qualified leads. Entire industries use webinars for generating leads. The pharmaceutical industry leads the way, but education and consulting are in second and third place. And 93% of webinar participants prefer desktops, and that makes sense. It's a lot easier to view a webinar on a, on a regular computer or a laptop than it is on your phone. Because only 7% of people that watch webinars are on uh, their phones or tablets. Now, the average cost of the webinar ranges from uh, $3,000 to $5,000. I mentioned this in the last episode. And there's several key factors that impact the budget for webinars, right? Including the software, cost of equipment, promotions, and the labor involved. And, and I know from personal experience, it, it can be a labor intensive experience because there's a never ending list of things to tweak when it comes to video and audio. In, in any case, if, if you're on a tight budget, the least you could do is invest in good webinar software if you're going to do the DIY method. And, and as, as I said before, I compared the top vendors on my end and, and chose webinar kit. I'll leave links in the show notes for you. So you can check out webinar kit on your own. When is the best day for registrations? Well, 24% of all webinar registrations happen on a Tuesday. Now, it's not a tremendously high number, so do with this stat what you wish, but, you know, lure them in on a Tuesday, but don't even think about bothering them uh, on a weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, as you can uh, sort of imagine, rank rather poorly. Now, what's the best way to promote the webinar? Well, email is rated as the most effective promotion tool, and why shouldn't it be, right? I mean, emails are free, and or a great way to promote any event, including webinars. But recent surveys show that solicitations through email account for 73% of webinar signups. But what about same day registration? 33% of registrations occur on the day of the webinar. So if you want to increase your attendance, you should definitely send a reminder email on the day of the event if it's a live event, right? If, you, if you're hosting a live webinar. Sounds like a no-brainer, yeah, but planning of reminder emails on the day of the event can be overlooked. And on, on that note, webinar stats suggest that the best time of the day to send your promotional emails would be between 8 a.m. and 11 p.m. If, if your goal is to score, aim for 9 a.m., which is a happy hour, so to speak, of webinar registrations with a 14% success rate. This is where drip email marketing would be a great resource so you can plan a specific time of day to release the, promo the promotional email. Just under half of attendees sign up more than a week before the webinar. The, the best time to announce is two weeks before the official date or even earlier. The greater the promotional cycle, the better the results. Webinar effectiveness stats show that 47% of attendees register at least eight days before the webinar date, with about a quarter sign up more than two weeks earlier. Tuesdays are the best days for webinars because Mondays generally are busy days at work. So that's probably, you know, 
not the greatest day of the week to host an event. Thursdays are ranked as the most popular days of the, of the week for organizing webinars with 19%. Time of day. Well, 2, 3, and 4 p.m. are the prime times for hosting a webinar. And what makes webinars amazing is that you can connect to people from coast to coast and even participants from across the globe. So setting the best time to host a webinar can be a little tricky, especially if you have uh, attendees from different time zones and different parts of the world. But afternoons are considered to be the prime time to uh, accommodate those types of viewers because of the different time zones. But as I said in the last episode, the just-in-time viewing setting is a no-brainer for me because it lets them see it on their terms when it's most convenient for them. What's the best length for the webinar? Well, 60-minute webinars attract more attendees than 30-minute webinars. While the general belief points to an hour as the best length of a webinar, some reports suggest that the longer the webinar, the bigger the crowd. 90-minute webinars, get this, 90-minute webinars are more suitable for sharing presentations with attendees who want to broaden their knowledge. That's going to be more of a training style of a webinar. Webinars with videos rated 7.8 out of 10. So integrating videos in your webinar will make it more compelling and more engaging, which will ultimately scale your viewing time. Good, right? Well, unfortunately... 32% of hosts don't use videos in their webinars because they say they lack the skills to integrate them into their presentation, and 27% see this undertaking as too expensive. So how are you supposed to drive webinar attendance the best way? There's several things you can do to boost your webinar attendance rate, and webinar stats show that promoting a live webinar early enough, around two weeks, as I said before, could boost signups and so does opting for an email to announce the event as a reminder. I know it's a little uh, labor intensive sometimes, but it's all about boosting attendance. Now let's get right down to it. Are webinars really effective? Well, the marketers sure seem to think so, right? With as many as 95% seeing them as important for their marketing efforts. Stats further suggest that more than half of viewers are likely to engage with the company after by watching extra content, downloading attachments, or even requesting a demo from the sales department. So friends, I think I've covered just about all I need to on this topic. If you're on the fence about whether or not you're going to do a a webinar, then maybe this episode will help you to finally make the decision either way. Again, there are a lot of work. But if you're doing a pre-recorded one where people can view them on their own terms, then you'll just sit there working 24-7 for you because it won't matter what time zone they'll be in. That was one of the top reasons I went with Webinar Kit. Now, the price was good, and it was a one-time payment, but not all software options have that just-in-time viewing setting. If you've got some questions on the topic of webinars and the pros and cons of it all, and you'd like to talk about it further, just book a free 30-minute initial coaching call through my website at tomclaremont.com.
Well, friends, that's our episode for now. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to finally move forward in your dream of starting a personal brand business, or maybe you want to have your own podcast, you can go to tomclaremont.com slash coaching. I have two different topics that I can walk you through, and you can either sign up for the one-to-one coaching with me or be put on the waiting list for the next available group coaching session that I'll have. And don't forget, if you'd like to sign up for the free ebook of the month club that I have, so you can get one of my personal brand ebooks sent right to your inbox every month, there'll be a link in the show notes for that as well. So friends, as always, stay encouraged, follow your dream, and don't give up.